I talk about like incorporating pleasurable activities into your life and finding ways to boost your oxytocin, whether that's, you know, with a partner or doing things by yourself, perhaps utilizing under oils, doing massage or hot baths to kind of flood yourself with some of that healing love hormone. And that, that's kind of the whole, the plan isn't just nutrition and supplements. A lot of it is like very core lifestyle safety signals. So what are you doing in your life that's really bringing you joy? And how do you do more of that? Because sometimes I feel like we're fatigued and overwhelmed, not because we're doing too much, but we're doing too much of the wrong things and not enough of the right things that bring us that sense of joy and peace and calm. So for some people it's creating art, right? Just because, or spending time with loved ones. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Thyroid disease is one of the things that plague more women than men and also has been increasing in frequency and incidence over the past decades. There are many reasons for this. Certainly environmental toxins are among the biggest, iodine deficiency or insufficiency, autoimmune conditions. And one autoimmune thyroid disease is called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Some symptoms of Hashimoto's thyroiditis or hypothyroidism is chronic fatigue, delayed reflexes, and hair loss. Also loss of the outer third of your eyebrow. Those are some common symptoms and weight gain is another one. Now, as a medical student, I rotated to Cook County in Chicago. Cook County Hospital is one of the inner cities hospital, very famous for gunshot wound victims and a bit of craziness. And as a med student, I stayed in the nursing dorms for an entire month as I did my endocrinology rotation there. And you would think we were in a third world country in a way because disease progression was so extreme. The attending I had at Cook County in endocrinology in the clinic would show me the symptoms. One thing that was really interesting was, for example, the reflex. If you hit, you know, the reflex point arm or funny bone or hand, we should see a quick rise, but it was almost as if deliberate, slowly trying to lift it type of reflex. And those slow reflexes are a sign of hypothyroidism. So our thyroid gland contains controls so much more than our weight and our body temperature. It really is tied into our entire neuroendocrine system and relates to communication from one area to another. So 
This podcast is going to be about thyroid and the connection to the adrenal glands and how important the adrenal glands are. Now, the adrenal glands are those glands that sit above your kidney. If you put two, your hands in two fists and you put them behind your back, you're basically hitting the adrenal glands. And that the adrenals are part of our fight and flight responders. They produce DHEA, progesterone, cortisol. I mean, they are so important to our health and our life. And I want to talk with you about that because get ready. We've got an expert on our call today and it is Dr. Isabella Wentz. She is a, we call her the thyroid pharmacist. She has so much experience in Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which began with her own diagnosis in 2009 as a young woman, which followed was followed by a decade of debilitating symptoms. And there's so much to this. Dr. Isabella Wentz has now been the author of several best-selling books, including the New York Times bestseller, Hashimoto's Thyroiditis, and um, the protocol-based number one New York Times bestseller, Hashimoto's Protocol, a 90-day plan for reversing thyroid symptoms. Her latest book is called Adrenal Transformation Protocol, and it is released on April 18th, and it focuses on resetting the body's stress response through targeted safety signals and features a four-week program that has already helped over 3,500 individuals. And I want, we're going to speak to the author today and one of my dear friends, Dr. Isabella Wentz. Well, welcome, Isabella. Welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor Show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Anna. It's always such a pleasure to be with you. Oh my gosh. And I know now that you're in Austin, we've got to get together in person. We've got to get together more. We saw each other at Dave Asprey's book launch, and now we're celebrating your book launch. And so um, your new book, Adrenal Transformation Protocol. I was telling our uh, listeners before you got on that the adrenal is so tied into the thyroid and to our entire body's, you know, I mean, our, our entire joie de vivre, entire body's function. So, and the adrenals are the most important organ, I think, one of the most important organs, we got so many, right? But the, the critical responder, especially in, you know, in transition between premenopause or perimenopause and menopause, that we rely a lot more on our adrenals in the second spring of our lives. So I'd love for you to share what inspired you to write Adrenal Transformation Protocol and a little bit about your own journey through adrenal health and recovery. Sure. So I first heard about adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction when I was on my healing journey over 10 years ago when I had Hashimoto's and I got on the medications after finally being diagnosed. And I was like, great, the medications are going to be life-changing. And they helped a little bit right? I, I was a pharmacist and I was expecting much more from the medications. So I was a tad bit disappointed. And then I came across different lifestyle changes. And so I was like, let me try these other things that might help. And I went gluten-free and dairy-free and that helped a lot of my digestive symptoms. I was like amazed. Oh my gosh, I have, I have abs now. Where did these abs come from? But I still had a lot of fatigue symptoms. So I still had the brain fog. I still had trouble waking up in the morning fatigue throughout the day on refreshing sleep. I would sleep for like 12, 11 hours and I would still wake up tired. And so people kept talking to me about adrenal fatigue. And I was like, you know, doing a Google search. I had just kind of come from like the conventional training to more of an integrative interest, being curious about integrative medicine. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. this stuff, adrenal fatigue, it's, it's, 
it's not a real diagnosis, you know, whatever right, right. we're saying, but she, finally somebody mentioned it to me. And finally, like the 15th person, I looked into it and I was like, wow, I really do have all the symptoms. And then I took the recommended protocols and then I got better. Like the brain fog got better. My sense of humor came back. I had more energy. My libido was better. I, I had more refreshing sleep. And I was like, wow, this actually does work. And so I would utilize things like pregnenolone and DHEA or hydrocortisone or glandulars. And this is, you know, I ended up training in this with through functional medicine training. Yeah. And I recommended that for my clients for quite some time. And there were some clients that this worked really well for. And then there were other clients that like maybe couldn't tolerate the hormones. And then maybe they weren't comfortable taking hormones or they'd had adverse reactions to some of the glandulars. They feel worse with them or they'd have like pituitary suppression when, when they were taking the glandulars or hydrocortisone or whatnot. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to be writing books about this. And I don't want people to like take hormones on their own because, you know, they're, you're a doctor. So, you you know, you know, we don't want There's people certain to- things that are, are safe. And I would say, you know, like back 500 years ago, uh, the regular person, the lay person, so to speak, wasn't, you know, able to read the Bible, wasn't thought they were intelligent enough to understand what the Bible said or taught. And it was only through interpreters or or uh, clergy that this was taught. And I feel the same about medicine. We have to be empowered in our body and many times physicians and, you know, the system, let's say, had removed that over the past few decades, removed you from knowing what your labs were, removed you from knowing really what this medicine was or what was being recommended or prescribed, removed us from that. And I think that it's time, it is the season, it's high time that that we become empowered in understanding what our body is telling us, what is safe, what is not safe. When do we intervene? And, you know, and again, with the support of, of the right team around us. And often it's not just one person, right? It's a group of people that can work together in our behalf, but we are in charge of our body. So books like yours that empower, you know, empower people to understand more about how their body is functioning, you know, certainly that is where I want to see and help and support in people becoming empowered in their own journey. Absolutely. And that's always been my goal too, is I want to have people give them solutions that they could utilize on their own and maybe as a compliment to what they're doing with their doctors, or if they can't find the right doctor for them for whatever reason, then utilizing the books on their own to really take charge of their own health. And this kind of, you know, I started working with a lot of lifestyle changes for people with adrenal dysfunction, adrenal fatigue. And those were working pretty well, but some of them were kind of intense. So I was like, okay, you have to quit caffeine. You have to sleep for 10 to 12 hours a night for 30 days to Mm -hmm. really restore your circadian rhythm balance. And um, that way you'll have more energy throughout the day. And then this worked well for some people and of course not for others. So I'd have people that were like, there's no way in hell I'm quitting coffee or I'm not going to sleep. And then it all kind of came full circle when I became a new mom five years ago and Children are, you know, our greatest teachers, right? And so I had read the books and the book said that children were supposed to, babies were supposed to sleep at three months old. Well, my son apparently did not read that same book. So he wasn't sleeping through the night by three months. And in fact, he didn't sleep through the night for almost two years. And somewhere around the time when he was eight months old, he was still waking up every two hours. Ooh, and I that was, is oh, tough. It, yeah. was, it was super tough, right? And so I found myself with like, wow, I remember this feeling. This feels like 
adrenal dysfunction. I'm having so much brain fog. I'm having trouble waking up in the morning. I'm like exhausted all the time. And then I was like, well, let me think back, you know, let visiting my protocols. I was like, well, I can't sleep for 10 to 12 hours a night for 30 days. Like, right. Like who can do that with, with a small child and then responsibilities and a job and all those things. And then I'm like, okay, so I can't do that. And I'm like, I can't really take the hormones because I was nursing. So I'm like, okay, I have to think of another way. Oh, and and I was like, I'm not quitting coffee. Like I just started drinking it. Right. Um, I have to think of another way to, you know, help myself. And what are some other modalities and what are some other things that can be utilized to really let my body shift into that thriving state out of that survival mode. And so this, the new book is really focused on these lifestyle changes and I call them safety signals. And I have 14 different ones that I've identified that people can utilize to shift themselves out of that survival mode. And this worked really well for me. Um, Just within three weeks, I was like, wow, I have more energy. And I was, you know, going out and seeing friends and they were like, you don't look like you don't sleep at night. You don't sound like you don't sleep at night. I'm like, yeah, I had, I think I figured this out. And then I ended up releasing it to over 3000 people in my community. Most of them were not like sleep deprived moms. Most of them were women with usually age 35 to 70. And within three weeks, they had incredible results with the program as far as brain fog, fatigue, insomnia, sleep issues, unrefreshing sleep, irritability, all of the things, right? So let's talk about that. What are some of the safety signals and why did you call it safety signals? I really thought about why so many women that I've worked with and so many women that I see end up having more thyroid issues, more autoimmune issues, more HPA axis dysfunction, where they're in this adrenal dysfunction, their stress response is just off or it's like chronically activated. And I thought about like the important role that we have as women into bringing new life into the world and all of our, um, and I'm sure as, as a doctor, you could talk about it from all of our estrogen receptors that we have, right? And we're just so much more in tune with our environment and we're constantly sensing and scanning the environment on, you know, not on a subconscious level, really, and physiological level to see is, are, am I safe, right? Is this a good time to conceive? Is this a good time to carry a baby term? And if you're in a famine, if you're sensing danger, then you're going to be like, okay, what's going to help my survival? Is it going to be carrying a baby? Probably not. What's going to help my survival is slowing down my metabolism. So if I'm in a famine or I'm sensing another stress signal that I can hold on to my weight and not need as many calories to Mm -hmm. survive. And so this is, this is kind of the, the whole premise of the danger signals and the safety signals is figuring out like what in our modern day and in our modern life is making you feel unsafe. Sometimes, like as I alluded to, it could be because we're not eating enough foods or not eating enough of the right foods that can be sending a signal that we're in a famine. And then that kind of sets off the stress cascade, which then suppresses our metabolism and leads to these other symptoms that we've kind of alluded to. And so to really kind of shift that scale, I've focused on giving people, taking away whatever danger signals we have, and then giving people more safety signals. So the body kind of just shifts into thriving mode out of that survival mode. And can it's you give worked some, remarkably well. Can you give some examples of that shifting into more of a safe? Because, you know, like I would say, you can, when you can't change your external environment, you have to change your internal environment. 
That's, I love that. That's such a great perspective. I feel like, yes, there's stress in our modern day life and so many things going on in the world in the last few years. It's challenging to not be stuck in a chronic stress response. And so some of the ways that I focused on shifting those danger and, and safety signals, one of them could be focusing in on what your intake is. Like, are you watching the news all day and getting all the messages of all the terrible things that are happening in the world. And maybe and they're probably not threatening your immediate survival, but your body doesn't know that. I mean, the news channels, they're kind of, I mean, they want you to like watch the news. So then oh you my gosh. commercials and they're trying to like give you that shock value, right? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. There's a great cartoon that I love and it's Ziggy. And he says half the neuroses in the world would be cured by shutting off the 10 o'clock news. <laughs> and that that is like one thing that is such a critical part of making sure you're filtering what's coming into your life, right? So oftentimes I'll say like tune into like relaxing music, right? Mm-hmm. If you're watching shows that are stressful to you, all of these things for really sensitive people that are very fatigued, just tuning it, figuring out like what signals they're sending to themselves. Sometimes it's from the TV, like actual signals, right? Then there's things that we're doing on a daily basis. So I know women will try to, uh, that I've worked with, will try to say like, I'm struggling with extra weight. So I'm going to exercise more and I'm going to, you know, try to eat less, right? And in theory, this should work, right? If, if it was simple math, but you know, our bodies like don't go by simple math, right? So some cases, and I won't say in everybody's case, but in some cases, when you don't eat enough calories, when you're not getting enough protein, when you're not getting enough fat and you're over exercising, your body's like, oh, we're in a war or we're in a famine. We need to store calories to help us survive, right? And it's like, okay, no, that's not what we're trying to do at all. And so what a a lot of the women that I've worked with will have a conversation about, let's look at the type of exercise are you doing? Are you doing a lot of aerobic exercise? You know, that's actually a catabolic process. You're in a catabolic state when you're in this stressed out state. And we want to shift you more into that anabolic building you up process. So explain catabolic, the breakdown, breakdown, right? Fight or flight mode, breakdown state. Absolutely. When we get into this like chronic stress response, we end up in this fight or flight, sympathetic, catabolic process. And what this essentially means is that your body is breaking itself down to fuel the stress response rather than building itself back up, right? And so we're trying to shift it more into that. And people hear the word anabolic and they think of like bodybuilders and steroids and stuff like that. So the body can do that on its own. You're not going to be like Arnold or anything like that, but like you just want to shift into this repair mode where the body is utilizing the fuel and the resources that you give it to heal things, right? To heal itself, to rebuild tissues, to rebuild some of the damage that may be occurring. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. So number one, shift your input. Number two, movement to balance your body. Can you give us an example of working with a patient and what changes that you made to support them? And walk us through a client story. Absolutely. Some of the people that come to me, they usually have a lot of brain fog, a lot of fatigue, and they might be skipping meals or they might be trying to exercise more and then they feel that the exercise makes them feel worse. 
they're usually going to be drinking a lot of caffeine and they find themselves to be kind of irritable and hangry all the time. They usually have trouble falling asleep. They'll get that second wind and they have unrefreshed sleep or they'll wake up throughout the night. And so my focus is on figuring out what can we do, incorporate into their lives so that it's not overwhelming and that it's pretty straightforward. One of the things I do is have an adrenal kickstart drink where I'll give them a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of coconut milk, and a little bit of protein and some sea salt or electrolytes. This is kind of a great way to start the day to help support healthy cortisol levels, healthy glucose levels, and then also stepping outside first thing in the morning that can actually tell our bodies that it's daylight. The people that I typically work with, they have chronic fatigue syndrome, autoimmunity, they have low levels of cortisol. People typically talk about how cortisol can be bad. You know, too much cortisol can be bad, but not enough cortisol is bad too. So we're trying to achieve kind of the right balance where you have a little bit more in the morning. And we do that through that adrenal kickstart. We do that through exposure to sunshine. And then we're focusing on eating protein and fat throughout the day. The first meal of the day might be something like a protein smoothie, just to help give you more protein. Protein is what our body gets amino acids from to rebuild itself. So that getting more protein on board actually helps to shift us more into that building up state. So that's happening throughout the day. We're getting protein and fat every few hours if needed. Some people, you know, if they wake up at 3 a.m., you know, we're, I'm telling them, keep a banana by your side. So if you wake up at 3 a.m. and you can't go back to sleep, eat a banana, that'll help you go back to sleep. As time goes on, we can kind of shrink our eating window, but initially I'll have them eating if they're constantly feeling hangry, we'll be eating more protein and fat. And sometimes even adding a 3 p.m. or 2.30 kind of a snack to avoid that 3 p.m. slump. So somebody might, I might recommend something like a maca latte where we'll do a little bit of um, adaptogens with coconut milk and some hot water to have that at right around 3 p.m. so you don't feel like irritable or anxious right around three o'clock. Something to, to carry you over between 12 and 6 p.m. And then we utilize specific supplements to help people kind of adjust their stress response. Because when people are in that catabolic state, they're oftentimes gonna have blood sugar swings. So we'll utilize something like myo-inositol to help correct those. They oftentimes might have issues with fat burning so we utilize some carnitine to allow them to be more efficient fat burners. A lot of times they can be very depleted in that. And that, you know, usually with these interventions, people can usually start sleeping through the night much better. And then they don't have to like kind of snack all the time with, yeah. with that process. And, you know, within two to three weeks, and we'll do adaptogens, B vitamins, magnesium, electrolytes, just very kind of fundamental support for people to replenish themselves after being on, in that stress response for some time. And, you know, within like two to three weeks, people will, will start really shifting and they'll say, I'm not waking up at 3 a.m. and needing a snack. I can sleep throughout the night and I feel really good. You know, I, I don't have to snack every two to three hours and they can kind of adjust the diet to themselves, but they'll be like, I'm running up and down my stairs. My family has noticed I finally have energy I and love it. Yeah. My, it, it just changes. And, and part of it is that like mitochondrial support that I focus on and the blood sugar balancing as the adrenal support and also doing things that support thyroid health to really 
build up the energy in the body in a very quick way, rather than being like, okay, here, just, just do this, just do adrenal support or just do thyroid support. It's kind of a combination of the different lifestyle tweaks that work on so many parameters. Yeah, no, that's so good. And then when does DHEA, progesterone and pregnenolone come in in your protocol? This would usually come in if you're working with a practitioner. So I love utilizing these interventions. I have found them to be very helpful for myself. I also am not a big proponent of people dosing themselves on that, just because if you overdose on DHEA by yourself, unless you're being guided, some women that can overconvert to estrogen, for other women that can overconvert to chin hairs and back knee, right? Mm -hmm. And so utilizing some of the oral preparations, I would recommend working with a practitioner to utilize that. And the program is entirely focused on things that can be taken by, you know, nursing moms, they can be taken by people who are sensitive to hormones. Yeah, It's like, it kind of is a, I mean, that's the foundation, you got to hit the foundations yeah. first, right. And, you know, of course, I love DHEA, progesterone and pregnenolone, DHEA is in my Jolva cream, and progesterone and pregnenolone are in is in my balance cream. And topical is so much safer. I mean, it's really, especially at the doses that we use, Oral, I've seen people go way crazy on oral dosages. And I think it's important to recognize DHA oral for women should even start at 2.5 milligrams, 5 milligrams. And I've seen, you know, some times someone will come to my practice and they've been on 50 milligrams of DHEA. I'm like, this is crazy. This is like, those are masculine doses. No wonder, you know, you felt good for a few weeks, but you don't feel good now. And the same with oral progesterone. It's important. I mean, that is only by prescription. Oral progesterone is only by prescription, but the, you know, people, for it's important to understand that as you know this as a pharmacist 90% is metabolized so there it's metabolized to other forms and so i think that you're only really getting 10% of the progesterone in that instance and um, topically you get a lot more and so it works much more uh, naturally and balanced and i think that pretty much Postmenopause, we all need progesterone. That is yeah. one of my things that we all need progesterone. And that's where, you know, this education comes in. But the foundations have to be covered first. Diet, lifestyle, and I love your book. So talk about your book and what people can expect, where to get your book and where to find it. Cause I like I highlighted the teas. I'm in my at the time of this recording, I'm in my Lenten fast. And tomorrow is Maundy Thursday. And then we have Good Friday and Holy Saturday. So just fasting, water fastings. But some of these teas may work as part of my water fasting routine. So I love that you put that in there. Plus all the the charts and you give like a day in the, you know, a day in the life, essentially like the circadian cycling, listening to your body and, you know, winding it up you know, winding it down. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about what people can expect with your book. Again, I love it for empowerment. This is part of becoming the CEO of your own body. You know, Isabella and I agree on most things. There are a couple different things that we focus on. And it's important to see what works for you right now. And this is great. I mean, there's so much good stuff in here. So definitely the first the book is divided into three parts. The first part talks about getting to know your body and tuning in and has a lot of assessments you can do. The second part is like the four week foundational protocol where it's focused on the lifestyle things you can do and some of the, the core supplements. And then the third part is kind of where, you know, some of the, a lot of the things that Dr. Anna talked about is if you're still struggling with libido, 
here's some additional recommendations. So I have Jolva cream in there, of course. If you're in perimenopause you. and you're still having trouble sleeping, consider topical testosterone. So it's like a four-week protocol that has just these solid foundation to rewiring yourself, things you can do really on your own. And then there's like the advanced section where we kind of get into the more of like the, these are some of the tweaks to consider, you know, perimenopause, menopause, progesterone, totally with you on that topical. We have resources and recommendations. If you're still having libido issues, you know, there's resources and recommendations like that to look deeper into, but it's not, you know, one of the things I didn't want to do is I didn't want to have everybody take 50 supplements at once. Exactly. So many never- different unique situations and different times when you're in your life. So I have a section for perimenopause, postmenopause, and then I have things for women with thyroid issues, some recommendations if you have PCOS, some recommendations if you're a nursing mom and all of, and if you're a sleep deprived mom, and I have all of that kind of in the back of the book, the kind of how to adjust the protocol. Like after you know how to send your body these safety signals, you still might need some additional things. And I have that, like, it, it's kind of like, do these things to feel better and you're going to feel significantly better. And then we can kind of start tweaking, right? Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that's it because it's the foundations. I mean, in functional medicine and in my practice, I, I've run the gamut. I've run from doing all this, te- you know, from doing the standard medical model to then doing all this testing, getting a lot of information, recommending a lot of supplements, and then going backing off completely. And then like, okay, well, we just start with detox. We start one step at a time. Let's cover the foundations because it's just, it is a stepwise process. I'm glad you, you do that too. I mean, it is a stepwise process into in establishing oftentimes we need less, not more and figuring that out. And, and that's where the, you know, self awareness piece comes in the, you know, like the self awareness piece, part of journaling that you recommend, you know, part of keeping track, what is working for you, what is not working for you. And we always need a reset, right? We always need a reset. Isabella, there was a client yesterday that I consulted on who is like early 40s, you know, very high stress in the fitness world, you know, in front of cameras all the time and everything and just just struggling, you know, burning out, but because so high functioning, you and I have both been there. So high Mm -hmm. functioning, we keep going anyway, right? Despite all the stop signals. So I think it's like, it's important for everyone listening to to be aware in your own life, as well as others, that when those stop signals, like what are the, some of those stop signals that are like, hey, this is your adrenals, this is your always physiology affects your behavior. So this is your adrenals, you got to take a break or a break will be, you know, one way or another, you're going to take a break, your choice or not your choice. Right, absolutely. I think so many of us get stuck in that stress response. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes you're, you're on like a rat wheel, right? And it's hard to get off. So you have to do things, you know, you can take like all of the hormones, in the world, but if you don't adjust some of these lifestyle changes in your own life, and sometimes that's cutting out toxic foods, sometimes that's cutting out toxic people, you're gonna keep crashing, right? Yeah, and I think some of the stop signals are like, you're not sleeping, you're irritable, you're angry, you hurt, you're not doing the activities you enjoy. We should wake up wanting to do the things that make us smile, right? And the other piece too, Isabel, let me know if you found this in your work, but it's that when you're in this state, when you have adrenal dysfunction, it is, you know, physiology of disconnect. 
you feel less love for those you care about? Oh my gosh. It is incredible. The people that I've talked to, some of the most disheartening things they say is like their feelings are dampered. It's just like they don't feel as much oxytocin anymore. They just, they feel like a shell of themselves mm -hmm. and everybody's kind of annoying and overwhelming to them. And, and I, I love utilizing adaptogens. I oftentimes will say, you know, everybody around you gets less annoying when you get on some adaptogens. They just magically become like, you know, nicer, right? And it just happens because we end up with a little bit more resilience when we do that. And then the other thing that I know you and I are both passionate about is I talk about like incorporating pleasurable activities into your life and finding that leave and finding ways to boost your oxytocin, whether that's, you know, with a partner or doing things by yourself, perhaps utilizing under oils, doing massage or hot baths to kind of flood yourself with some of that healing love hormone. And that that's kind of the whole, the plan isn't just nutrition and supplements. A lot of it is like very core lifestyle safety signals. So what are you doing in your life that's really bringing you joy? And how do you do more of that? Because sometimes I feel like we're fatigued and overwhelmed, not because we're doing too much, but we're doing too much of the wrong things and not enough of the right things that bring us that sense of joy and peace and calm. So for some people, it's creating art, right? Just because, or spending time with loved ones. And I kind of give people like a prescription or a permission slip to do those things. And a lot of women that have gone through the program, they're like, thank you for that, right? Mm -hmm. Permission. Was, yeah. You just, sometimes you just need that permission. And it, this is actually something that's going to be extremely healing is when you incorporate pleasurable activities throughout your day, your routine if possible, right? I am so glad you said that because I call it oxyplay. You need a daily dose of oxyplay. <laughs> so, so that's one thing. And I, you know, my first book is The Hormone Fix. And it, I say it takes more than hormones to fix your hormones and exactly what you're saying, right? It takes more than hormones to fix our hormones. It is these foundational lifestyle changes that make all the difference in the world that empower us and improve our life. And I think that's where it starts. And that's how you can create these safety signals. So, you know, going from the state, especially with post-traumatic stress in that fear state, that adrenal, you know, pedal to the metal state is, I like that, just creating those safety signals to interrupt that fear-based physiology. And you can't do it with a drug. You've got to do it with lifestyle attitude. The same thing, like our physiology affects our our mental health, our mental attitude, our mental attitude affects our physiology. It's amazing how it's all connected. And, um, and, and I talk about the pleasurable activities and kind of finding that joy and building your vitality in one of the chapters. That's actually a whole chapter. Hope you're talking about sex. Yeah, we've got that in there too. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. So all, all the good things. And of course, for people that maybe don't have a partner, there's, there's options for, for boosting that as well. Oh, yeah, that's all oxyplay. Okay. So tell everyone where to get your book, Adrenal Transformation Protocol. You guys, I highly recommend this book. Dr. Isabella Wentz has put so much years of experiences and personal experience into it. It's a great compliment to my books. You have my books. This is a great compliment. And again, try the protocol, go through the protocol. She has it spelled out. This is extra reinforcement guidance. And I mean, I love it. We need more attention on our adrenals. We need more support. And we that we need that feeling of safety at no time in at least my lifetime. Do we need the sense 
the knowledge that we are safe, that we need to instill that into our body in every way we can. So thank you for this great work. Thank you so much for having me. And if anybody's uh, wanting to get books, they're available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, wherever fine books are sold. Okay. And then your website, Isabella? Thyroidpharmacist.com. Easy to remember. Thyroidpharmacist.com. Definitely check out her website. Follow her on Instagram. She's giving great reels and post information. Sometimes we get to see the baby. And I love that. And then Adrenal Transformation Protocol is her latest book. And you guys check it out. Let me know what you think. I know you'll love it. I love her. You can see her radiant energy as a mom, business owner, influencer, and that speaks spades. And I know like, you know, I mean, it, that especially postpartum and that challenge postpartum of exhaustion. I mean, you, you've pulled yourself up and I'm really proud of you too. And I think, and thank you for continuing. It's hard to keep showing up as an influencer, keep showing up on camera and sharing your life with everyone. And you do it with such grace and professionalism and caring that I applaud you for that. So thank you. Thank, thank you so much for your kind words. And thank you for everything you're doing for every woman in the world. You are very welcome. You're very welcome. My pleasure. So thank you for being here today. You guys, that is Dr. Isabella Wentz. She is amazing. Her book is The Adrenal Transformation Protocol. Head over to Amazon to get it. The, you know, Amazon has, has taken the leader in book sales, but anywhere you go, I definitely like supporting your local bookstore and leave a review for her because that boosts it up and this can get this great resource into the hands of everyone. As I said at the beginning, you know, our adrenal glands are so important. They're part of our fight and flight responder organ and they are like what can we do to take control of them it is through ancient wisdom they say the kidneys are the organ hold the energy of fear and and it's so true the adrenal glands are sitting right there on the kidneys and if we have essentially i just say burned out which is in essence true when we have essentially burned out our adrenal glands and we're in the state of suppression of the adrenal glands i mean life just is miserable so creating safety not fear focusing on love, not fear, focusing on what is good, not what is bad, we're going to create and stimulate those safety signals. And I know for myself, it's a daily practice. It is I start my day with practice of gratitude. Where did I see love? What am I grateful for? And where could I have laughed at myself more? Or where did I laugh? And the evening the same way with my meditation and prayers too. So it's a process. I'm here for you. I love being your girlfriend doctor. Please, wherever you're listening to this, please review, subscribe, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, everyone. God bless.